On today's show, we're going to talk about marketing during the shoulder season. Welcome to Cracking the Code, the show that helps you overcome the challenges you face every day in contracting and keeps you on the cutting edge of emerging trends and best practices. On last week's show, we heard from Drew Cameron talking about the transition, you know, going from busy season to slower season, right? The, the shoulder season. Well, today we're going to get specifics from Drew about the marketing plan that needs to drive that transition, right? What do you got to do uh, in terms of marketing to drive activity in that shoulder season? Here's Mr. Drew Cameron. Thank you, Weldon. Welcome back, everybody. Well, we're going to talk about marketing, and we're going to continue that conversation. We talked previously about transitional season marketing, going from one season into the next. And now let's take a look at the fourth quarter. We're going to transition, for some of you, we're transitioning right into fall slash winter, and some of you are going to be already in fall, so you'll, again, have to adapt, adjust, and execute. But let's go over to the whiteboard and take a look at what we can do in the fourth quarter. So we're now heading into the fourth quarter. It's September. You're going to do what we, did, we talked about in the transitional season marketing. Now, some of you may have to accelerate some of that and get ready uh, and dive into for, you know, for the cooler weather, weather a little bit sooner. And some of you will obviously delay that a little bit, depending on where you are in the country or in Canada. But let's take a look at the fourth quarter and what can we do. So what we're going to do in these next two segments is, first, we're going to do a 30,000-foot overview. We're going to take a look at strategy by month. And then we'll t uh, in the next segment, we'll take a look at the specific campaigns and things that you can do to get aggressive within your marketing. So from a strategy, 30,000-foot perspective, let's take a look at what's going on. Weather is beginning to generate slowdowns in our business. In certain areas of the country, again, some of you might stay you know, warm with a La Nina or an El Nino effect going on in your market. Some of you also have hurricanes, and uh, again, we're here in Colorado, we already got snow. We already got about four inches of snow the other day and some cold temperatures. We're going to transition back out of that here, but in some areas of the country, weather's keeping you going and sometimes it's slowing you down. So just be prepared. That's all we're talking about here. Some of you are at the end, some of you are in between seasons, and some of you are at the beginning of this season. So again, adapt, adjust uh, accordingly. So other things we've got going on. Yes, it's an election year. It's the economy. Any economy. It could be up, it could be down, but the economy is doing something, and right now people are trying to get back to work, uh, jobs are coming back, so forth and so on there, so we've got to take that into consideration. Yes, we are, uh, can't get away from the conversation of the pandemic, so be prepared for whatever that may bring. I believe if you show up from a place of leadership and strength and confidence and certainty in regards to, uh, to any of these issues, you can keep your business flowing and don't, don't get stymied by any of these. Yes, we've got back to school, but back to school in many areas of the country and Canada is different. Some, for some of you, it's homeschool. Some of you, it's a hybrid version. And some of you, it's completely virtual. So again, you've got people maybe who have kids at home who weren't at home previously. So think about that. That, I, in my mind, creates an opportunity because kids at home during the day puts demand on the system during the day when maybe the house was vacant during the day and they now have a, a nanny, a babysitter, uh, parents staying at home with them. Maybe they've had to, you know, are now forced to work from home as well as the, uh, the breadwinners there. But it's what we call forced market activity. We've got to create that opportunity. Weather tends not to be enough of an issue right now, and other things tend to be uh, slowing us down a little bit to where we have to force the market activity. We have to create the pool of interest, if you will. So I like to get into promoting redu reduction of costs, 
maintaining of equipment, longevity of systems, reduce those energy bills, enhance the comfort within the home, beat inflation because we're heading into that fourth quarter, end of the year. Most companies, most people start to think towards holidays. They start to holiday shopping. They're thinking the end of the year. They're thinking about projects they want to get done by the end of the year for whatever their reasons are. So we can also th think about beating inflation or price increases. You know like clockwork, January 2nd, you get that, that new price increase from your manufacturer. Well, I'm not looking to scare anybody, but I will create awareness within my customers that prices are going to go up in the beginning of the year. Also, there is that tax credit that's still floating out there, that $500 tax credit. A lot of people are not aware that it, ex it exists, but it is out there uh, at least through this year and possibly through next year. And surprisingly, everybody seems to think that spring is allergy season, and it is. But the fall is a big allergy season inside the house because you now close up the house and the plants that are in the house uh, and the, uh, the wood that people bring in for the fireplaces, the, the spores that grow off of that get into the house. And you're now closing up that house and it's a big trigger. So you need to really be thinking about indoor air quality uh, in here into the fall. So let's go ahead and look month by month, and we'll kind of take a big picture overview of what we need to do there before we dive into the tactics in the next segment. So in October, this is where we're going to have a service and maintenance thrust. We're kind of segueing out of whatever you did during the summer, whatever replacement campaigns you had, and probably in the early part of the month, you're, you're between campaigns. You're letting whatever happened you know, during the course of the season, play itself out, give the, the market a little bit of a break. You don't want everything to always be on sale, so you're segueing. And so service and maintenance really are, is the thrust that you want to have. And then maybe halfway through the month, end of the month, you can dive out there with the pre-season uh, pre replacement offers. So I like to focus in on, again, allergy season, indoor air quality, duct cleaning, filtration, purification, humidification in the right area of the country as well. ERVs and HRVs, where you're going to bring in that fresh air. Duck, duck sealing. Again, comfort and performance maintenance. You guys call it tune-ups. Precision tune-ups, I like to call it comfort, comfort and performance maintenance. Those heat exchanger integrity inspections, where you're going to go ahead and verify that the heat exchanger is safe and not leaking carbon monoxide. Monster maintenance, as we talked about in the previous segment. And, and again, as I mentioned a moment ago, it is also heating season, or we're heading towards heating season. Pre people are getting their homes ready for heating season. They're getting those furnaces and those boilers uh, you know, fired up and ready as well, or at least maybe you're even beginning those uh, tune-up offers or tune-ups for your maintenance agreement customers before you dive out there with the offers to the, to the general public. So you're taking care of your customers with the service and maintenance and reminding them of all of this, but you could also go out there with the preseason offers for your customers as well as the general public, and don't forget about carbon monoxide detection. So you want it to offer that heat exchanger, uh, heat exchanger integrity inspection so that we can see if carbon monoxide is coming out of any cracks within the heat exchanger. Just because you have a cracked heat exchanger doesn't necessarily mean that you know, that furnace has to be completely condemned. I mean, it doesn't mean that it's always generating carbon monoxide. Yes, it's an unsafe situation, but you've got to leave that up to the customer. Now. I would include a carbon low-level uh, low carbon monoxide monitor with everything that I do. They're very inexpensive, and you can enhance the value of what it is that you're doing. You can enhance the value of your maintenance agreement. And again, having that detector, low-level detector, is, is primed towards driving replacements in the future as well.
because the ones that they can get in the store, the ones that come hardwired in the house, they don't start signaling until about 35 parts per million. Some of them are about 15 parts per million, but you want one that goes off at about five parts per million because 35 parts per million over an eight hour period exceeds what's allowed according to OSHA. It's a safety hazard. And most detectors, a lot of the detectors in the store won't even start signaling consistently until 70 parts per million. So uh, having a monitor versus an alarm is a better solution and you can get these whereas homeowners typically can't get the low-level monitors there. It also should be the month where you send out your newsletter. We talked about the buyback campaigns previously. Offer to buy back any repairs that you've done for customers over the course of the summer. You can go back about 120 days on that. Follow up on any of those open quotes that you still have out there. So you're continuing to do this. You're in the transitional season, you're doing it in September, but you gotta, you're not gonna get through probably all of that until maybe mid-October, so keep doing that. We talked about also doing the door hangers and the job signs as well as also including goodie bags. You can do goodie bags for the customers that you're going out to visit with, or if you encounter a customer, a potential customer, when you go out and do a job sign um, you know, or a door hanger on a neighboring house, you could offer a customer or potential customer a goodie bag. And those are your tchotchkes, right? Those are your magnets and your pens and your keychains and your jar openers and your chip clips and yes, the, the, uh, the reusable uh, gar, uh, uh, grocery bags. Uh, pads and so forth and so on, where you're branding the house. You're giving customers and potential customers stuff where you're, you can brand the house there. And then, as I mentioned also, you can, towards the middle or end of the month, depending on your location, start to get into your preseason replacement offers out there for your furnaces and your boilers and your complete systems. Now, the key here, because it is a service thrust month, is to really work with your technicians on technician lead generation or technician quotes. Some of you have selling text that sell systems, so that's gonna be quoting the systems, and some of you have lead turnovers, and so lead generation through your text because of this service, service thrust. You're going out there and you're doing your preseason uh, maintenances for your customers as well as for the, the general public, and that's going to be you know, driving a lot of this. Or as if it gets cold and people flip that heat pump on or that furnace on and it doesn't fire up and you get some demand service again, you gotta rely on your technicians. Because again, in certain areas of the country, we don't have the weather to drive this. So segueing over into November, we continue what we talked about in October. The, in fact, if you really think about it, the fourth quarter, October, November, December kind of all come together. There, it's, a, it's a continuity or a daisy chain of events, if you will. So what flows out of October, uh, flows into November. You're gonna continue with those October offers that we talked about. You're gonna also, for some of you that do uh, fuel oil or propane, or partner with people that do fuel oil or propane, you can talk about your preseason offers. Now, in hurricane country on the East Coast, we are kind of getting into the tail end of the season. October tends to be volatile, and November tends to be segueing out of that market. But you could also get an early snowstorm in certain areas of the country, so be prepared for that as well. That's why, for those of you that are into plumbing or partner with a plumbing company, think about frozen pipe, think about garbage disposals, because again, we're heading towards Thanksgiving, we're heading towards the holiday, where the demand and people are now eating probably more meals at home. They probably already are because the restaurants are, in many cases, shut down. They may shut down again, depending on what happens with the, the pandemic. So the demand on the garbage disposal can be significant there. That can create an opportunity too. So. Um, for those of you that do electrical work, it's definitely generator season. 
September, October, November is generator season for sure. And uh, people don't want to go without, obviously, heating, cooling, lighting as it gets dark earlier uh, in this time of year, as well as over the course of a winter when things get cold. So they think about generators in certain markets. But that's where you can get involved in your electrical inspections. And, and you may think about offering, just to help out your people, because you have the extension ladders and the, the eight-foot ladders, about, if you're slow, offering to hang up holiday lights. You could offer to do it free of charge for your best customers, or you could offer to do it for a, uh, a small fee with a, you know, some service that you offer there. So think about that. Again, you're looking for a way to be of service to your customer, and holiday lights are a great way to do that there. And again, come spring, you can offer to take them down too. Water heater. This is where you can do a water heater maintenance. Yes, you should certainly do a flush, but you can also think about replacing that anode rod because it's sometimes that anode rod, after a few years, you know, goes bad. It gets completely chewed up uh, by the, you know, the harsh water within the house, and it needs to be replaced because if you don't replace it, it gives the, the, can give the water a funky smell or a funky taste. Thank you cards and the emails to your customers. We talked about the newsletters over here, which should be about 70 to 80% informational and educational, only about 20 to 30% promotional. But this is where you're specifically going to send out a thank you card, a, a literal greeting card. You could do a thank you postcard. You could do a thank you email to your customers. And if you can make them handwritten, uh, a little handwritten note, uh, that's impactful. I would get all my salespeople to do this and, uh, and then just kind of automate the stuff for the service side of the business. You can think about also decorating your building and your trucks. This creates buzz. It makes you look like a fun company, and you should have fun, and your people want to have fun. So think about that as well, decorating your building and your trucks. Charitable works. Now more than ever, it's, with everything that's going on in the news, uh, people are looking for people and companies that are taking care of one another, and we need to do that. And you don't do it to get something back. You do it because it's the right thing to do. So charitable works. You can tie in with the local uh, news stations on radio, TV, as well as newspaper. The radio and the TV, they have to use their airwaves for good. And so you might be able to get them to do some free public service announcements for you and maybe work with them to do some campaigns. And we'll talk about that specifically a little bit more in depth next, uh, in the next segment. But you can tie into doing something with a food drive, a soup kitchen, the Salvation Army. You could do a clothing or a blanket drive because a lot of people obviously need the clothing and the blankets and the jackets uh, into the fall and winter here. You could also think about doing good deeds for free for some of your customers that you go out to visit with. Uh, you, you know, and leave that up to the discretion of your technicians. They get out there, they visit with some homeowners, they see the customer might be in, in need but doesn't have the means by which to go ahead and, and, and pay the bill. Use, you know, use that at their discretion. Goodwill. Goodwill with children. Anything that you can ever tie into doing with children, and even pets, if you will. Because as, you know, as the weather changes, as the seasons change, you know, you know, the most vulnerable are the elderly, the children, and of course the pets, uh, especially the homeless pets and homeless people. So anything that you can do, goodwill for homeless and children and pets would be great. Heat for heroes. This is great. I mean, we should always be thanking those who put themselves into harm, harm's way and the families that make those sacrifices and those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. But Heat for Heroes, uh, I like to do anything I, where I can kind of generate you know, a, uh, a repair or a replacement for a uh, family from the service would be fantastic. You could also look to a local family in need. And this is, can be where you tie back into that public service announcement with the local news station. 
Uh, some of my clients, they'll partner with local uh, radio and TV stations, and then that way they're not picking the family in need. They're, they're outside of it, but they're the ones offering the campaign, but they're also getting some free publicity. Publicity for any of this, we don't do this for publicity. We do this because it's the right thing to do. If we can get some publicity, that's just gravy on top of it. Come bearing gifts. It's that time of season, it's that time of year, we should be saying thank you to our customers anyway. So anything that you can do to thank your customers, especially your service agreement customers, uh, you know, with some type of nice little gift to say thank you during that time of year would be great. Because you're in there doing the, the maintenance anyway, you might be out there for a demand repair, so say thank you with some type of gift if you can. And again, don't forget, technician lead generations and quotes continue. Finally, let's get into December. December is something where you gotta focus on no direct response marketing and advertising between, it's usually around December 12th to January uh, 12th. And the reason being is that you're gonna fall on deaf ears. Customers have their houses kinda you know, decorated, cleaned up, ready for the holidays in many cases. Uh, from, you know, they are also ready for uh, holiday parties as well as family coming to visit. So, Unplugging the direct response marketing in that window of time is probably in your best interest. But we'll talk about what you can do here in a minute. Weather begins to start to drive opportunity, right? Because uh, it starts to get cold in most areas of the country. So weather starts to help a little bit. Don't rely on the weather, but it will help, uh, start to help. Increase your tech incentives. This is where obviously tech generation leads are great, as we talked about in the previous two months, but because you have fewer opportunities, you want these uh, technicians to spend a little bit more time working with customers and hopefully helping them see the value in considering replacement opportunities there and add-on uh, add-ons and accessories and so forth. So think about uh, increasing your incentives. That also helps your technicians around the holidays with their bills that they're going to do for what they're going to do for their family for the holidays. Handouts and flyers. If they're going to be in houses, make sure they're handing out information, leaving it behind so that the person who's not present in the house, you can do that year round, but now more than ever is where you can also offer some leave behind promotions. You're not gonna do direct response, but you can have a promotion that you leave behind. You've gotta make sure that you're assuring your customers, if it's a replacement scenario, that they're not going to go a day without heat, that you will provide portable or temporary heat, uh, you know, if you're, they're gonna go ahead and replace the system. Because in, in most cases, if we're unplugging the existing system, we can have the heating system back on that day. We're not gonna leave them a day without heat. But you gotta reassure them because they don't know that. You gotta reassure them of that in your marketing, you gotta reassure, of that, uh, reassure them of that during your service calls as well as your sales calls. Also, their houses are cleaned up and buttoned up and ready for the holidays. They're decorated, they're ready for the family. So make sure you're gonna tell them it's gonna be no fuss, no muss. You know, no mess, no fuss, excuse me. Uh, you can also offer, if you wanted to, to, to do a whole house cleaning uh, thrown in there. They can have that you know, during the, the, the scope of work or after the holidays are all over. Um, the other thing is, we talked about previously, is the 4K rule. $400, um, excuse me, uh, if the uh, cost of repair ex uh, times the age of equipment exceeds $4,000, in many cases, they should consider replacing. But we get a little bit more aggressive in this time frame. So any repairs on systems that are eight years old and over four, uh, $300 should be something where you should think about a lead turnover or uh, quoting a replacement system. Hot water on demand. Make sure that they are going to, to be aware that their demand on their hot water system is going to be significantly increased during the holiday season. So we want to make sure that they're aware and ready for that uh, water heater to be put on, uh, under some stress there. 
holiday meals. Obviously, you're going to have a lot more holiday meals and guests and people coming to stay and visit. That garbage disposal is going to be distressed. So again, remind them of that. And, and while you're there, think about uh, offering to do that on top of what else you're doing or replacing those, those items. Keeping guests comfortable. They're going to obviously have an increase in traffic, people coming to visit, people coming to stay. So you want to make sure that the house stays comfortable during the holiday season. So really all you're helping customers to do during this time frame is be aware of the things they need to be aware of. That's where brand and image come into play. Top of the mind awareness, marketing and advertising. Making sure that people know that you're available to serve. And if you're going to do replacement offers in this time frame or you're going to quote replacement systems, just reassure customers. They can buy with no money down and they can do payment plans that are very flexible. Low payment plans, maybe deferred payments, or 0% for the term of the loan. But this is critical. No money down. In fact, don't pay until the new year. Find a way to do that. If you maybe don't pay for six months, three months, 12 months. If you can defer the payments and then go with a low interest option, that'd be the way I'd go. So we'll come back next time. We'll get into some specific tactics now that we understand the strategy for the fourth quarter. Until next time, we'll talk soon. Hey folks, that's our show for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Listen, if you're not an EGI member, click the join button in the upper right-hand corner. You get a free 30-day trial. You get to sample the entire university, take deep dive into whatever course you want for a month. Then you can decide what you want to do with it, right? So get the free trial, take a deep dive, and do great things in your company. We'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye for now.